You are listening to episode number 47 of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Talk and Rock with GMH. Now, we have a giveaway going on on our Instagram page at Talk and Rock Pod. And it is for um, a white vinyl LP from the band Strippers Union. And it's for their newest album, The Undertaking. And we had Rob Baker, who played play, plays guitar or played guitar in the hip. And we had uh, Craig Northey on the show, who sings in the band Odds. And they have sort of come together to start this band called Strippers Union. Um, many years ago, and they sort they sort of made a return this year, and the album is just amazing. And I have a copy of this uh, vinyl record to give away. And please make sure to enter. All you have to do is comment done once you followed and like the post. So please make sure to enter that to win some to win to win a great uh, vinyl LP. Now, I've listened to some a, lo- a lot of great music um, throughout the week. There's been some neat releases, such as uh, Machine Gun Kelly's new song with Corpse, Daywalker. I heard about the song, and I wasn't so sure what to think, because I absolutely love Tickets to My Downfall, my favorite album that was uh, released this... Uh, I mean, in, tw- in 2020... Now, Machine Gun Kelly sort of went back to rap with this new song, but at the same time, it does sort of have, you know, it, 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 it has like a rap melody and beat, but he's also, it has a few like screams and, besides just rapping, and it's, it's, it's a pretty good song at first. I wasn't sure what to think, and now I actually don't mind this song. So, I'm interested. I haven't really talked about it, um, the song, and I wonder what people actually think about it. And uh, Maud's son, though, he put out a song with Black Bear in honor of his birthday called Heavy, and it's a great song. It's a little poppier than his new album, Internet Killed the Rockstar, but I still love this song. He's... Mod son, he's such a great singer. His voice is so amazing, so I was so happy uh, to listen to that song. And those were just a few of the releases that were out today, just two of them. And I'm sure there are many more. Um, but those were the main ones I checked out um, this week or today. Now, that brings me to the song of the week, and this week's song of the week is Superman by Goldfinger. So, I've been listening to a bit of Goldfinger over the past little while, and this is just one of their most popular songs just to start off with. Now, Goldfinger is a ska-slash-punk rock band, and um, they they put out a new album this year uh, called Never Look Back. Uh, I mean, last, in in 2020, they put out an album called Never Look Back, and it's a it's a super awesome record. It's definitely more punk rock 
uh, compared to some of their early stuff, like this song, Superman. But this uh, this song, somebody told me about it, and I listened to it a whole bunch. I I, I actually really like this song. It's a super it's a super fun one, and they've got a lot of super awesome uh, songs, Goldfinger, and their their lead singer is uh, is a uh, is a uh, John Feldman, and he actually produced and recorded. I'm pretty sure. Mod Sun's new album Internet Killed the Rockstar and is the midst of re- in the midst of recording Avril Lavigne's new record which is set to be a full out punk rock album and uh, also this week I was able to check out uh, the Youngblood show's 100th uh, one year sorry not 100th one year anniversary and uh, he had Avril Lavigne on and Machine Gun Kelly, and Avril Lavigne actually did an acoustic performance with Youngblood of her song "I'm With You," which was, uh, which was great. And uh, Dave Navarro, Tommy Lee was on. Those are the only ones who are coming to mind right now, but that was super awesome um, to watch as well. I won't keep you waiting any longer. We have an interview coming up next with Mise en Scene. They have a new album coming up and we talked about that and a whole lot more on the interview coming up next on Talking Rock with GMH. Hey everyone, so today our special guests on the podcast are the members from Mise on Scene. Why don't you guys uh, introduce yourselves? Um, I'm Steph and I am the rhythm guitarist and singer. Cool. And I'm Jody, and I play the drums. Awesome. So firstly, how long have you guys been playing music together? We've been playing music together for a very long time. It's been almost like about 10 years, I'd say. So we've been, this is Steph's one and only band and project. So we've been playing music. Yeah, it's been like 10 years. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. And um, like what sort of, may I ask, what made you guys uh, decide to pick the band name Mise on Scene? <laughs> Um, well, Jody and I were both in art school at the time. And when we got together and started to become a band, we were trying to figure out what our band name was. Mm-hmm. And I ended up just writing down a bunch of art terms on a piece of paper, mise-en-scene being one of them, and just told Jody to pick one. And that's what she picked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, with, with uh, your guys' new album, Winnipeg, California, um, firstly, how did you guys uh, record that album? Um, well, we recorded that in Vancouver and in Toronto. Um, so kind of took about, I don't know, like six months, maybe more to record. Um, it was about a, in total, about like a nine or 10 month project, I guess, um, and yeah, so that's, we were, yeah, we were in two different places, which was cool and worked with two different producers and, uh, had a really great time doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, with the album name Winnipeg, Winnipeg, California, did that come from the song Dollar Dreams right away? Or is there an additional meaning to that title? Um, well, I think we actually, we, we knew that it, the album was going to be called Winnipeg, California before like a long time ago and um 
I think it's also, I think Winnipeg, California and the song Dollar Dreams came after we knew it was going to be the title. And we're like, how can we incorporate Winnipeg, California? And when I was writing Dollar Dreams, I just, it just kind of, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly where this needs to be. So, um, cause we like to kind of put lyrics. We like to use lyrics as album titles, um, or, you know, try to find ways to like keep the album title, like in the song in some way, in a song in, in some way. So yeah, like, I guess that's kind of how that worked. We came up with it first. It kind of started out as, as a joke, um, but then it ended up becoming really true to our sound. Um, and so Winnipeg, California just felt right to us. And uh, when we were writing Dollar Dreams, it was, you know, the idea that this could be anywhere, Winnipeg or California, or maybe it's in this fictitious place called Winnipeg, California. Who knows? Right. right. And with your sort of garage rock sound, um, what sort of, did, did that sound sort of come naturally or was it sort of developed over time? I think that that, that our sound comes uh, very naturally. We've never tried to sound a specific genre. Steph and I both come from different musical backgrounds. So when we come together, that's just kind of the sound that happens and the sound that we make. So yeah, I don't think it's ever really been a totally conscious decision, but it's one that we that we love and that we stick with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess sort of being a two-piece, are you guys able to sort of um, experiment and uh, play with other musicians when you're recording or playing live? Yeah, we we get to work with a lot of great people. Like we use, um, we work with Corey Hickaway on bass a lot. Micah played leads on our album. Anna Ruddick played bass on our album. So it's awesome. Yeah, we get to work with lots of great people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as a band, what would you say um, some of the most exciting or memorable experiences would be that you guys have uh, had as musicians or in the band? Oh, man, there's so many. Um, I don't know. I guess I would say it's always really fun when you can travel and go to a place that you've never been before. You know, um, we're really fortunate that music's kind of taken us around the world and you know, the first time we were ever in Paris was because we had a show there and same thing with Australia, same thing with Spain and, mm-hmm. and the UK, Germany. Um, so I guess like for me, I would say playing Primavera Sound was a pretty incredible experience, um, kind of like the Coachella of Europe and um, that's in Barcelona. And we played at this uh, on the stage that was right on the Mediterranean Sea Nine Inch Nails played after us at the main stage next door. Um, it was really cool. Like it was an amazing festival. It was amazing to see so many international people everywhere, international bands, like the most famous bands in the world were there. And we got to play that and that was so cool. Um, but I guess it was also really fun. Like I think about when we go to, when we went to Australia, Jody, um, cause that we went just as a two piece and we did so well down there. And it was just, it was a crazy time change, but it was so cool to just be there, just the two of us and playing as a duo and um, playing all these festivals. It was just great. Mm-hmm. It was funny because uh, we went there. Yeah. Just the two of us like to Australia with just backpacks. And we were there for, I think less than a week. So we never fully got over the, the time change and stuff but I just remember thinking wow we're so far from home right now and all I have is like three outfits and yeah it was it was really weird but it was awesome mm-hmm. yeah for sure and uh 
you know, I ask this next one almost all the time because, I mean, it's definitely, uh, I always get different responses. So um, for you, when you guys are writing, is there a, spe- a specific formula or way that you go into that or does it sort of change every time? Um, I think the majority of the time is I'll kind of come with a song and bring it to Jody, and then we'll work through it. And, um, usually, when we when we collaborate, it, it's always very intuitive, and it um, you know we're never really arguing over over things. Um, both of us have a I don't know. We're on the same wavelength when it comes to like the instinct of what what should happen next and where it should go, and you know, the rhythm, the feel, like the energy, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, like I do always make the joke that whenever I bring the song to Jerry, she always like bumps it up a few BPMs because she can't help herself. Um, but, you know, it's it's always been pretty easy. Um, there are times, though, where we'll just be jamming just the two of us and we'll start getting a vibe going and then I'll write off of that. So then I'll kind of take that home and be like, okay, knowing that that's the vibe, what's this song about? Um, but yeah, so those are the kind of the ways I guess that we write. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, with the pandemic, have you two been able to find alternative ways to be, you know, practicing and still writing? Oh, good question. Um, well, we, with just really, we released a record during COVID. So You know, that was, that had its own challenges. And, you know, any musician knows that when you're in release mode, um, you know, you're not not always taking the creative, um, the the creative days. You're not always kind of locked into that because you're focusing on all the business side and the release. So um, for us, it was all about creating um, content during this pandemic for the release. And so we've been very creative in that respect, but in terms of actually playing music, like, no, we have not really been doing that. Um, We just did a live stream performance with the West End Cultural Center uh, earlier this week. And that was the first time we played since Festival de Voyager last year. So that was kind of crazy. Um, we've never really been out of practice like that before. And I'm pretty sure every musician feels that way. Um, but yeah, we've definitely found ways to like be busy with the release, but as a result of that, we've not really been writing as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's actually, that's going to change in like a few days cause I'm going to a songwriting residency. So I'll be doing, I'll be getting back to work soon on that end. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, do you guys, uh, what, what sort of plans do you have moving forward, uh, with music, uh, once this sort of becomes, I guess, stable enough that, um, I guess shows can sort of happen to some degree. I think for us, we've kind of been waiting for things to stabilize for a year now and they haven't. So we kind of just have to move forward with our music. And for us, we can't keep thinking about touring or planning touring because we just, that's so uncertain. So for us, we just want to start writing and recording again as soon as possible. And then getting back into making our own videos. And we've been really into doing our own merch and stuff like that. So we're kind of just trying to focus on things that we can control right now, because I find when you try to like wait something out, it's really, it's just really hard. It's just, 
yeah, it's tricky. It's tough to do when you're kind of just waiting for something to end that might not ever end for a year, especially shows. Like I feel like that's one of the last things that'll probably start coming back. So we're just trying to like stay positive and focus on what we can control versus things that we can't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, I mean, some to this uh, next question, I've only, I don't think I've ever really asked this one before, so I'm not sure uh, what the response will be, but do you, do you have a favorite song off the new record or no? Well, they're all fun to like some we like playing more, but I, if I had to choose one now, it changes. I feel like every month, but I, I really enjoy dollar dreams right now. I just think that one's fun. Steph, do you have a favorite? I don't know if we've talked about this before. No, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. They're all, um, I don't know. Like they're all God's children, you know. I don't know. It's, it's, like I love them all, but um, yeah, I guess it just depends on like the mood. Like there are definitely like I think Dollar Dreams is always like a good slow burn that I just really love. Um, you know, I really like High School Feeling, just bringing mm-hmm. in that softer side. Like we don't really show people a lot of that softer side of us, and that's something that I think we're probably going to be doing more of. Um, so I really like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like they're all, yeah. Like, what do you like to listen to versus what do you like to play versus what do you like to sing? Like it all changes depending on the mood I'm in. So, mm-hmm. but I'm, you know, we're just so proud of this record because, you know, those songs, the 10 songs that are on that record, um, they had to beat out, you know, 40 other songs. So, you know, we wrote a lot for this record and um, those are the top 10 out of 50 songs that we picked. So um, there are still some really great ones that I really want to revive and, you know, can bring them into the next piece, but, uh, we'll see when that happens. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, what, what went into the decision-making for, uh, the songs that you were going to have on this record? Well, a ahead. combination of a lot, I think a combination of a lot of things. Um, we obviously asked our producer, which ones they liked the best, we kind of chose ones that fit well together on the record. We wanted to make a really well-rounded record. And so some that are really great songs just didn't fit with the vibe of this record. Um, yeah, Steph, what do you think? Um, yeah, it's it's that. Like some songs were very obviously like this. They're just, they're good songs, but they're just not. That's For not another what, time. It's not, it's not mise-en-scene right now. That's not where we're going right now. So it's not going to fit or you know, this is kind of the same, this song is saying similar things to this song, but this one says it better. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, but there were some really great ones that were just totally unique and totally great, but like, we... We, we only had room for 10. <laughs> we had 10, so yeah. that was the sad thing about it, you know, like, I would have loved to have maybe, if we would have maybe done like a 14-track record, that maybe mm-hmm. would have totally satisfied me, but... um We'll just you have know, to do you another know, one. You have to, you have to always, it's not, it wasn't their time yet. So maybe it'll, it'll happen soon. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, as, as musicians, do you have any advice for bands or musicians that are just starting out? Oh yeah. I've got so much advice. <laughs> um, but what I would say in a really general sense, um, I guess like for me, I would just say it's, it's all about like the song and songwriting. So 
it doesn't matter what genre you in, you're in, you have to really push what you're doing. You really need to um, edit yourself. You need to try and make the rhyme the best it possibly can. You need to stick to a structure that, um, that you kind of establish. You can't just change halfway through. Um, yeah, you have to really, you really have to believe it's like the best song you've ever written. If you don't think it's the best song you've ever written, then you, then you got to keep going or you got to ditch it and start a new song or whatever. Um, so I think, you know, setting the bar really high for your songwriting is like the number one thing because it's all about the song. That's all anyone cares about. So if you're not doing that, then, you know, just, it's a hobby. Um, and then I guess the other thing would be to like, push yourself and educate yourself as much as you can, whether that's about the industry. So like we're in Manitoba, so Manitoba music and MFM are these amazing, um, you know, bodies for us to like go to for advice, for, um, learning about things and understanding the industry, um, or push yourself, like start co-writing with somebody and like learn how they write or, do songwriting residencies, just apply for things, push yourself, try and get to the next level. Like it's not just going to knock on your door mm-hmm. um, unless you just want to dedicate your time to being like a TikTok star. So you've got to figure out what you, which way, which avenue you want to take. Yes. Um, but Jody, what are your, what's your advice? You've got always good advice too. I think just to build up of what you were saying is like, I feel like perseverance is such an important thing. I think a lot of the time new artists, music is such an awesome wonderful world until things get tough and then it can be hell so I think just getting through those tough times and sticking with your project um you can't just start something new you're not just going to get magically discovered you got to stick with what you believe in and just get through those tough times because it's going to be a roller coaster of good times and bad times and yeah in order to to just get anywhere you kind of have to believe in yourself and you have to deal with the bad like there's bad times that come with good and you just have to get through it and persevere and yeah just believe in yourself for sure yeah so before uh, we wrap up the interview is there anything else you guys would like to add where can people find all your music social media also all that sort of stuff uh you can find us we're everywhere um our names are usually at mise-en-scene band um our website's mise-en-scene we're on Spotify and Apple Music, Amazon, all that stuff. Um, our YouTube has some awesome videos. Um, yeah, I guess just stay tuned. There's more coming. Um, we also have this awesome merch that you can get. So you can find all that on our Instagram. So, yeah. And if you ever want to get in touch, let us know. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right. Thank you so much to Mise en Scene for coming on the show, like I said. And we have two more interviews before the end of season one. And I can't wait for season two to come out and for you to hear the interviews that will be wrapping up season one because they're some of the best ones. I'm telling you that up front. I won't spoil them for you quite yet. Announcements regarding that coming soon. Like I said, please make sure to follow us on the Instagram at TalkinRockPod to enter that giveaway. Or please make sure to go find us on Twitter at TalkandRockPod. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. 
more interviews, more content coming soon. I'm your host, GMH, signing off. Let's talk and rock. It's talk and rock with GMH.